0: So start your engines! You tell me that about. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Welcome to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. Good to have you with us. We are live on Sunday nights. A lot lined up tonight for you. Our special guests starting in 29 minutes. Is Rachel Richards now her story everybody wants to hear this story she retired at the age of 27 27 on $10,000 a month in passive income she was so excited about that accomplishment she wrote a book it's called passive income aggressive retirement and uh, I love this book I was reading this book all week I was reading it today Um, I've been promoting it all week on my social media, and I've had several listeners already uh, contact me, email me, message me on Facebook saying that they've already bought the book, that they are already going through the book even before she's on the show. But I have to tell you, it is really one of my favorite financial books that I have read in a long time. And you're going to be surprised by a lot of the information in there. A lot of it is stuff you might have heard me say before. I almost feel like I could have written this book because a lot of this comes right from things I say in my seminars in terms of kind of the new world that we live in, and the new retirement, the new way people are retiring. So don't miss that coming up in just 28 minutes next week in our guest segment. Now this, this one will blow your mind. You may not have heard of him. His name is Jonathan Walton and he's the uh, producer in Hollywood of shows such as Shark Tank, American Ninja Warrior. He He's produce, a producer, big-time Hollywood producer. He'll be with us live next week to talk about this bizarre story. His best friend, whom he loaned nearly $70,000, uh, turned out to be a total scammer. He launched his own investigation into this so-called friend of his after she scammed him, I think, out of like $90-something thousand dollars. And found out that she was a lifelong scammer and had uh, many, many victims. And he took this on as his personal pilgrimage to expose her. She claimed she was part of the royal family, on and on and on. And uh, there was a big article about this. And so I had our producer contact Jonathan Walton and and uh, say, hey, we'd love to have you on the show because we love to talk about scams and true crime and sociopaths and all of this kind of thing. So Jonathan Walton, a big-time Hollywood producer, he'll be with us next week during our guest segment to talk about his story. Super excited about that. Tonight, a lot to get into, a quick preview. Jim Baker, uh, yes, that Jim Baker, is um, he's under legal threat. He's been given a warning by the Attorney General of New York. We'll talk about that. The State Department uh, warning people about travel. We'll get into that. The latest on coronavirus. So much to talk about on coronavirus. What's happening in the stock market? Already tonight, we've got some really bad news for you if you have money in the stock market. Some things already happening tonight that will set this week up to be a very bad week uh, for the markets and let me close my Facebook feed. Uh, people are going crazy on Facebook and I'm going to tell you about what they're going crazy about in just a minute. Um, also we're tonight in this segment, we're going to talk about Hunter Biden, uh, a big court date for him coming up on the 11th and uh, all right, let me get into this one first um, and then I'll give you tonight's sponsor. But let me start with this story. People are going crazy about this story. Uh, I just posted this on my Facebook and Everybody's weighing in on this. Uh, a lady in the Chicago area, she owns a home. She says that her house she believes is worth $215,000. So just a little bit, a hair over 200000 in value. And yet her property taxes, get this, are more than $10,000 a year on a $200,000 house. And so because of this, she is on the she's been on the cusp of foreclosure, I guess, twice. And I was running the numbers. I posted this on my Facebook and I made a bunch of comments on it. Everybody's commenting on it right now, sort of blowing up and going viral on my Facebook page. By the way, you can find me on Facebook. James L. Paris is the way to find me on Facebook. So I, I posted this and I and I, I did the math. And I I mean, it's really hard to to comprehend this that a lady owns a house in Chicago worth 200 grand. And in order to keep that house so that they don't come and take it away from her, she has to come up with like more than 800 a month just to pay the property taxes. So I, I pose the question, is this really home ownership? I mean, do you really own the home when you've got to come up with eight, $900 a month? to pay the property taxes just to stay there and I sort of um, juxtaposition that with what my situation is here in Florida so I own a home that I think is worth about two hundred and fifty thousand my wife and I and our property taxes are around two thousand a year and on top of that our state has no state income tax so, you know, it's it's a different world. It, it it really is. And you you just continue to ask the question, why do people live in Illinois? Why do they live, especially in Chicago with the crime and the weather? And, you know, Chicago is a beautiful place. And I grew up there. I lived there my whole life till I went off to college. And there's a lot there for you to do. A lot of Beautiful museums and and a lot of you know great sporting events to go to a lot of history there. Um, it is a really interesting city. It, it truly is. And if you catch it in the spring or the fall, it, it's got to be one of the most beautiful places that you'd ever want to explore. However, uh, ten grand a year on a two hundred thousand dollar house. I, I just can't comprehend that. So, people are going crazy over that on my Facebook page. All right, let me uh, tell you about tonight's sponsor, then we'll get into the rest of the news. Uh, every week we have a sponsor because we are commercial free, and this sponsor we have pays the bills for this week's show. So, I know you want to just get right into the show, and that's good. I want to also, but let me just give you a quick 30 seconds here. Uh, with the coronavirus scare, Everybody is aware uh, of what's happening with the stock market, but not a lot of people know that interest rates have completely collapsed. In fact, mortgage rates are at an eight-year low. But it's not just mortgage rates, also personal loans that can be used to pay off high-interest-rate credit cards, also student loans, also auto loans and auto refis. And so what we did was we set up a link for you, To be able to shop out to see if there's a better deal for you out there on any loan, credit card, mortgage, auto loan, anything you're paying payments on right now where you're paying interest. If your rate is not 0%, you should take a look at this website, LoanShopper.ChristianMoney.com. That's a special link we have for you to go and shop out all of these different kinds of loans and find maybe there's an incredible deal for you tonight where you can refinance or uh, maybe get one of these new personal loans you can use to pay off a 24% credit card, maybe with a 10% interest rate, or maybe you can get a 3.5% mortgage, which are out there right now. Check this link out. Tonight's sponsor, LoanShopper.ChristianMoney.com. Write it down. Check it out later. LoanShopper.ChristianMoney.com. Dot com. All right, getting into tonight's news. Our top story is evangelist Jim Baker. Yes, that Jim Baker. <laughs> I know some people uh, you know, th- are wondering, is Jim Baker still around? He is. Um, I don't have anything bad really to say about Jim Baker. In fact, I, I actually kind of admire the guy in-, in a way because after all that he's been through, that he picked himself up and uh, started over again, and I guess he's doing really well. I have not seen his new TV show. I think I saw a couple of clips maybe on YouTube at some point uh, over the last few years, but he's got like a whole new deal going in Branson, Missouri. Like you can buy a house there, you can visit. It's a lot like the old PTL. It's sort of like a whole big campus, but maybe on a smaller scale. But I guess one of the side things Jim Baker is involved in is the sale of nutritional supplements and also like survival food and things like that on his website. And I, you know, I have no qualms with any of that. I I think all that's pretty cool. In fact, uh, you know, I, I recommend a lot of those things. One product, however, has gotten him into hot water with the attorney general of the state of New York. And it is this colloidal silver product. Now I don't know much about colloidal silver. So I posted this up on my Facebook page uh, does anybody know about colloidal silver? Has anybody used it? And I was surprised, honestly, that so many people on my social media are using colloidal silver. I I can't really describe to you what it is here, but let me tell you what the problem is legally for Jim Baker. So he's been put on notice, on uh, given a warning by the Attorney General of New York. Apparently, the allegation is that a guest on his show not him, not Baker, but a guest on his show made the claim that colloidal silver, this this supplement that he has for sale on his website, that it could be used as a cure for coronavirus for COVID nineteen. So uh, that's the issue, and a lot of states, a lot of regulators, are really hot and heavy about going after people that are making these kinds of claims. Um, that being said. Um, I threw it up on my social media, and a ton of people weighed in and said that they, in fact, have used colloidal silver supplement. They've used it for the flu. They've used it for um, you know, any type of um, you know, uh, where they've uh, viruses, uh, fever, any type of infection in the body, and they claim it has worked for them. And interestingly enough, a number of people have even sent me like in-depth medical detailed studies about it. Even a link to WebMD that seems to say that this supplement um, could be used uh, for people that are sick. So it's kind of one of those things where honestly, I don't know much about it, but the news story is that Jim Baker is, has been warned. I guess this is all about getting fined. He could be uh, facing fines of thousands of dollars if his show Uh, again, makes that claim. Now, this is kind of the maybe the unfair aspect of this is if somebody comes on your show as a guest, are you responsible for what they say? I mean, I, I don't really think I am. I mean, if somebody comes, I've had people come on this show. I usually have people on that kind of agree with my view on things, but not necessarily on everything. And some people kind of, you know, make statements um, that ne- not necessarily are those that I would make, or I would a hundred percent agree with. So do you own all of the, you know, comments or opinions of your guest If you host the show, I think that's another issue. So I'm not really sure what, what to make of all this or what's going to happen, but I thought it was interesting and uh, throw it out there just for discussion. And it is, uh, getting a lot of a uh, uh, lot of commenting, a lot of sharing on my Facebook page uh, as well. Now, this story, uh, talking about coronavirus, to continue on that topic, get this: the the United States State Department has officially come out today and said to the American public, "Do not take cruises. Do not take cruises." Wow. Now, of course, here's the deal. Why Why does this surprise you, Jim Paris? Why, why are you surprised? Okay. Obviously, the government has been saying, don't go to crowded venues. Wash your hands a lot. Be careful. Blah, blah, blah. All of that. Okay. But they haven't really done something like this to come out and actually say, the state department officially telling the American public do not take cruises. Wow. Can you imagine what that is going to do to the cruise industry? So many people contacting me tonight, wanting to know, you know, what are their rights? Can they cancel their cruise now and get their money back? I don't know. I, I do know. Obviously you, you can get uh, travel insurance, It may be too late to get it if you already bought the cruise. Uh, One person posted on my social media that if you uh, have a cruise booked, you have the right to reschedule it with many of the cruise lines. But here's kind of the tricky thing about travel insurance. I'm not really sure if this counts as uh, a covered event. So if you buy a cruise and that cruise is still good to go, And you're healthy. You don't have a a medical reason, you know, that would prevent you from going on the cruise. But you just would choose not to go because of the fact that you're worried about the coronavirus. I don't know that that actually is covered. In fact, I would I would guess it's not covered. Uh, And Clark Howard and other financial commentators have come out and suggested that if you buy any travel, you should get this special, more expensive kind of travel insurance called Any reason cancellation, which is, I guess, more much more broad, which would allow you to cancel for this kind of a situation. However, I would say that, you know, the U.S. State Department officially coming out telling people not to go on cruises that may trigger something in those insurance policies. I I sure hope it would. Um, And honestly, if the if the government is is telling people not to go on these cruises wouldn't it be more responsible for them to just take the next step and just cancel the cruises to just go ahead and take the step and tell the cruise lines you're not able to to launch any more cruises until this is over? I mean, maybe we don't want the government interfering that much in our in our personal lives. I don't know, but it would just seem like maybe just to protect these people that are have already paid for cruises. But I guess the cruise industry is like a 50 billion dollar a year industry. And I have to tell you, I mean, as it is, cruises have already a well-earned reputation of people getting sick and people having viruses and all that kind of thing. And now you've got to add to that, you've got this coronavirus. And 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 it continues on here. Uh, the South by Southwest uh, big event. This is a huge event. Never been to it. It is in Austin, Texas. It is a huge event that has... Gone from, I guess, at one time many years ago, it was just kind of a small like public fair type of a gathering. But now it is a major, major event with a lot of uh, big name music groups there. A lot of exhibitors, a lot of big corporate sponsors, uh, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people go to this South by Southwest. That is now officially canceled. The event is canceled. The NBA Uh, mentioned this week, this was in the news. They have gone public to say that they are now uh, considering NBA games without fans. Can you believe that? What would that be like to watch an NBA game on television and to see all empty seats? (laughs) <laughs> that might be the case in some of the uh the cities with weaker franchises there are already a lot of a lot of the weaker franchises are already empty seats maybe they can use that as a good excuse to, to blame on the empty seats uh to blame coronavirus for the empty seats but uh wow NBA considering um doing the games without fans being present and then this was a big story kind of a controversy this week apparently Uh, The president's top advisors, his top health and science advisors, uh, told him, advised him to have the White House announce that senior citizens should not be flying at this time. The story is, however, if the story is true, that the White House overrode that recommendation and decided not to tell senior citizens to avoid flying. But look, isn't it it's kind of the same deal, right? I mean, if we're gonna say, don't go on a cruise ship, I mean, why would you go on a flight? I mean, you're on a flight for less time than a cruise ship, but you're you're in a confined area. the air is being recirculated. um you know i i I'm not getting on any flights. I mean unless I have to for some kind of a an emergency. but how is that any different if we're gonna tell people not to get on cruises? Um, the same kind of thing happens when you're in those enclosed areas flying. I mean, I can't even imagine being on a flight. I'm so germaphobic right now. I mean, I'm at Starbucks and I've got my hand sanitizer. I'm out, you know, do my hands three times from the the counter, getting my coffee to the table. (laughs) Then when I sit down, I'm wiping the whole table down. In, In fact, just to mention about Starbucks, this is nuts maybe, but it's what they're doing at Starbucks. I I usually I'm up there for two three hours a lot of times working on my my writing, and a lot of times I ask for a a mug, you know a to go, not a to go cup, but I want you know the nice mug to drink my coffee there, and, and they do have what they call for here wear that's what they call it, uh, you know a nice uh, glass mug to drink my coffee in. I don't know, it just is a little bit nicer than drinking out of a paper cup. But uh, they announced this week, no, for right now, you can't get any of their, uh, you know, China, uh, where is all put in the back and they'll only give me a paper cup now. And people that bring in their own mugs, you've seen this where they, they walk in with their travel mug, hand it to the barista and they get the coffee. Can't do that either. They'll put it for you in a paper cup and then you can walk over to the side area and pour that into your own travel mug or whatnot. But they won't touch your travel mug and they won't give you any uh, type of, you know, glassware to drink, uh, you know, the coffee uh, there, you know, at at the store. So that's kind of weird, but that's what they're doing. Now, probably the biggest story, though, about coronavirus for the week, the biggest story is this. Northern Italy. Now, this in this get this. This uh, affects 14 million people. In this section of northern Italy, which also includes Milan, Italy, which is, you know, a major city uh, in the north there. Uh, typically, in the past, I've flown into Milan when I go to Italy. It's a little bit of a cheaper flight. It's in northern Italy, not too far from like the Venice area, which is also part of this whole area. 14 million people now in the northern section of Italy are being what what they call put under containment. And uh, I was reading this trying to understand this. So what's happened is this northern section of Italy has now become the second biggest hotspot for new coronavirus cases, second only to China, believe it or not, in northern Italy. So what they're doing is they've got this this whole section of, of northern Italy, 14 million people. What they're doing is they're saying you're not allowed to basically leave your house unless you're going out to get like groceries or medicine or things like that. And, you know, I don't know how they're exactly enforcing this, but they're essentially shutting down like all public venues except, you know, like where you could go get medicine at a pharmacy or grocery items, Um, anything non-essential. They're just shutting down. And this is, this is a, on top of closing all the schools Uh, In all the other venues Um, in Japan, of course, they've closed all their schools, I think, for a month in Japan. Um, and, And I still have people on my Facebook page, on my social media, laughing about this, belittling it, saying that this is nothing. And as I've said, I don't know. I don't know if this is a big deal or not. I'm not a medical expert, but I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. This type of thing where they're shutting down like. A whole area, 14 million people are being like forced to stay in their houses. I've never seen anything like this. I've never lived to see this. So to me, whether this is uh, legitimate or not, or over overkill, overreaction, it is what it is. I mean, this is happening, and so as a result, this is absolutely destroying. The economy in so many different areas of our economy and also worldwide. I mean, even just for example, in in uh, more central uh, to south part uh, where where Rome is, uh, where the Vatican and all that. So they announced today the Vatican, the Sistine Chapel is now closed to visitors, which probably they'll end up closing the entire Vatican. Um, So think about all the people in the travel industry, the tour guides, the Uber drivers, the restaurant workers. All of these people are not going to be able to earn a living. And this is not just, you know, it's worldwide. Think of all the people in the cruise industry. Uh, A number of the airlines are asking people to take unpaid furloughs from their cruise industry jobs. And then when we look at what's happening in the stock market, um, I, I got some numbers for tonight just to give you an idea. Uh, The Asian markets are already trading, and so we already know what the futures markets are doing. So in anticipation of the Dow Jones Industrial Average opening tomorrow morning at 930 Eastern, uh, I checked this a few minutes ago, and Dow Futures, Dow Futures down by 900 points. So it looks like we're going to have another... Uh, opening day uh in the market uh, tomorrow it looks like we're headed towards like a 1000 point drop in the stock market opening tomorrow and if you're a cryptocurrency investor um i wish i could tell you i had better news for you but uh uh cryptocurrency uh bitcoin ripple xrp uh, most of the major cryptocurrency down at least 10% over the last uh couple of days and probably you know down more than 20% uh since, you know, maybe a week and a half ago. So it's almost like there's nowhere to hide. Uh, gold has been doing well, uh, and, and is hitting all time high. So maybe that's the one, uh, thing, you know, it's funny because so many people say, you know, have gold because of a rainy day, have gold for an emergency. And, uh, I guess this is that time, right? <laughs> that you have the gold for. Is this kind of a thing? All right. A couple of other quick stories before we get to our special guest, who I'm told is already holding. Uh, Hunter Biden, the son of presidential candidate Joseph Biden. Um, there's a big showdown happening. So here's the backstory in this he has a child with a woman that he met in a strip club. I'm not kidding. This is all public information. Um, he met this woman and now there's a child and now there's a paternity lawsuit, which has been going on for a few months. So he has been under a court order to turn over several years of his tax returns and answer a lot of questions about his finances. Now, this wouldn't really ne- normally be a big deal or even really be a public story, except for the fact that during some of those years he was involved with this uh, Ukrainian oil and gas company, Burisma, and this is you know what a lot of people are questioning and tied to his father and, and all of this kind of nonsense. So uh, he has refused to cooperate with this court order. And so there is a mandatory deposition on March 11th, which is this week, and the judge in the case said something like, he better show up unless his hair is on fire. Like he better have a major excuse to not be there. And so the, this is shaping up that he could be held in contempt of court, which can mean a lot of things. I'm not really sure he lives in, in Southern California. It's possible they could extradite him as a deadbeat dad. There's probably some reciprocity where they could extradite him. He could maybe even be held in a jail cell until he does what the judge tells him to do. But this is a big uh, deal. This is going to be in all your uh, news reports um, this week, which the deadline for this, and he's already gotten several extensions and his lawyers have filed objections, but it's, it's kind of down to the, to the end here, March 11th this week. So that's what's going on with Hunter Biden. And um, you know, that's pretty much kind of your news wrap up for the week. I mean, honestly, (sighs) I don't know what's going to happen this week with coronavirus. And I I think bottom line is it's going to be months, honestly, before any of us really know ultimately how this affects the economy, because even if it turns out not to be ultimately a big deal in the end, it's already, you know, everything it's already baked now into everything. And all of these good economic numbers, like the, you know, uh, jobs numbers that came out on Friday, all of these good statistics are all rearview mirror. I mean, these are all things that have already happened. And so they're not really, you know, helping the markets at all. Because so what? We had, you know, something good that happened last quarter. (laughs) Uh, And I just continue to say, look at these interest rates. Man, oh, man, now is a time to grab onto these super low interest rates. Check out tonight's sponsor, Loan Shopper dot christianmoney.com loan shopper dot all right we will refire the open we'll be back in exactly one minute with our guest rachel Richer, rachel richards the book is passive income aggressive retirement and uh, a lot of you are excited about this interview as am i and we'll be back with that interview in exactly one minute stand by